Hey everyone, this is Kim and Mark Holinsky. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to United, a Holinsky's Hope powered podcast focusing on student athletes. We really wish we could be in a room with our student athletes talking about their mental health and how important it is to their happiness and performance in their sport. Since we can't do that right now with COVID-19, we are keeping true to our mission, working to raise awareness and ending the stigma attached to mental illness. And so we're embarking on a way we can still bring you our message of hope and support, a podcast dedicated to student athletes and their mental wellness. We've teamed up with some incredible mental health experts across the country and are honored to have Dr. Josie Nicholson, sports psychologist at Ole Miss, host these podcasts for us. Dr. Nicholson will be using her passion for student-athlete mental health as a foundation driving the conversations that will be featured in these United podcasts. Please follow Holinsky's Hope on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and you can contact us via email at info at holinskyshope.org. Always for Tyler. And forever to three. Welcome to United Conversations for Student-Athletes. I'm your host, Dr. Josie Nicholson. This has been such a strange time. Things are so uncertain, we don't even know what the fall is going to look like. Now, we all have different and unique concerns, but most of us share some common concerns, and we're all united in this together. Mental health professionals and sports psychologists have teamed up with Holinsky's Hope to launch this series of conversations for athletes. We will have two episodes a week. One will feature a different licensed mental health professional talking about one way you can take care of your mental health during this time. Another will feature student-athletes, administrators, coaches, different people in sport who will share their experiences, their insights, their hopes for the future. We want to hear from you about topics that you want to hear discussed. So please reach out. Let us know thoughts, concerns, ideas. What would be helpful for you and your fellow athletes to hear about? you can contact us at info at Now, don't forget, subscribe to this podcast, rate it and review it in Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So today, I am so grateful for the time of two head coaches here at Ole Miss. One, Chris Malloy, is the head men's golf coach. And the other, Toby Hansen, is the head men's tennis coach. Both of them were student-athletes, so they really understand the life of an athlete, and both of them had their seasons cut short by the COVID crisis. So I'm excited to talk to them and get their insight on this time, the summer, and uh, getting athletes back to the game. Hey, Chris. Hey, Toby. Welcome to United. Hey there. How are you? Good. Hello, Josie. Hey. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. I appreciate you having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Hey, you know, I, I um, said before that you guys both kind of had uh, your seasons cut short because of uh, coronavirus. And I'm wondering if each of you could talk a little bit about what it was like to realize that your season had been canceled. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it was a little bit surreal for, for everybody. Um, you know, most things... Uh, most things that we do as coaches, uh, you can, I guess, fall back on 
prior experiences, you know, and that's why you were an assistant coach for a while is to watch, watch how you handle, you know, going through a tough stretch or even the winning or whatever it may be. And, and, and you learn from somebody and, and just about every area of coaching. Um, but, but finally, you know, you, you were throwing a curveball that none of us were prepared for. I mean, and I don't, I think we had to figure out very quickly that uh, none of us had all the exact answers. Um, and, uh, and, and the information that, you know, how you're getting it to your team, right. And, and, and what you're doing with your team, there was no right or wrong. Um, and I, I think that was the toughest part for us to, you know, to embrace is again, there was no playbook for it. We were all, I mean, then, you know, I, I guess in some areas of coaching, there are a lot of times, and I don't know about you, Toby, but, but at least with me, um, there are a lot of times that, if I'm not sure how to handle something or if I'm just questioning myself in general, I'll pick up the phone. I'm pretty quick to pick up the phone and, and uh, call another coach, you know, maybe call one of my mentors uh, that's been doing it for, you know, for a long time and, and, uh, and, and bounce ideas off of them. Uh, but again, I, I just quickly realized that it was, you know, we were all, we were all kind of spitballing and, and uh, they didn't really have any of the answers. I think we, we just kind of started, uh, you know, comparing what we were doing and trying to help each other. Right. So, yeah, if I hear the word unprecedented one more time, you know, but there's no better word for it. So what about for you, Toby? Yeah. Uh, like Chris was saying, it was tough. Uh, all of a sudden the season is over and, and uh, there's a lot of question marks. And I just sat, to, sat the guys down with a meeting. We talked about it. I was trying to give them the information that I that I got from from people around us and, and try to tell them what the situation was like as to the best of my ability. And, uh, I think we took a pretty cautious approach to it. Um, we have some international players on my team. Uh, we discussed th the different situations that they were in, um, and, uh, looking at the situation in their home countries. Um, you know, would it be better to, to, uh, to stay here in, in, uh, in the U S and in Oxford, um, was it better to, to go back home? And in that, in that situation, when would you go back home? Was it safe to go back? And I think we, uh, we just kind of waited it out for a few days and let everything settle in, but yeah, it, it was difficult. I think the first reaction from the players obviously was, you know, um, gosh, it was tough to, to end the season this way. You know, we were just kind of getting started. We we started off really well, and then all of a sudden, we're in, we're thrown into this situation that that really nobody had been in before. And um, yeah, we just try to be patient, you know. And and uh, some of the players uh, basically waited it out until they made a move, and and others felt like they they were comfortable um, going home at that point to their country. Um, and, and some of them stayed here in Oxford. But, uh, yeah, we were pretty cautious. And we actually – I kind of communicated a little bit with with, uh, with Chris uh, and, and the golf teams because I know that they had they'd made some calls and, and made some announcements to their players what they could do and what not. And um, it was just kind of, you know, you took one step um, after another and then see where you kind of ended up. Just as a follow-up to that, you know, like you know, Toby said, we – you know, as coaches here, you know, bounce a lot of ideas, you know, off of each other. There was so much information. I think that was the hardest part. There was so much um, information that was changing 
not only daily, it was almost hourly. Um, so you wanted to, as, as Toby mentioned, you, you didn't want to make too many you know, rash decisions because you knew that you know, there was a good chance that in eight hours or especially 24 to 48 hours that the things were going to be completely differently. And, and what, what it came down to for us was, you know, I, I was lucky that we, we only have two internationals and, you know, one being from Thailand, one being from Finland. Um, and, and what it came down to was just asking them, okay, what do your parents want you to do? And I mean, you can imagine, uh, you know, if, if your kid was you know, halfway around the world um, and, and something like this was breaking out, um, you'd probably want them home. And uh, but again, to, to Toby's point, we we had to look and see if, if they were better off here or going back home. And then ultimately, you know, with our two guys, their parents were they were starting to get pretty stressed and uh, they were able to get home. So, so they flew back home that, you know, that that next week. Yeah, I'm you know. Chris and, and I were, were kind of, uh, I think we were handling it the, the best way we, we could. Um, we and my, and my team basically in the meeting, I, I just try to give them as much information as I could. And then they, and they had to make the decision. Like Chris is saying, we gave them an opportunity to, to say, what, what do they feel comfortable with? And, and uh, communicating with their parents, looking at the situation at home. And, and uh, even guys that we have some guys from the same country, from Germany, they, they handle it in different ways. Some felt like it was at the time um, safer to stay here in Oxford, and they did for um, about a month. And then they went back home or a month and a half. We have another player that said, hey, I'm going to stay here uh, the entire summer. Um, and then we have others that felt like, hey, you know, um, I really feel like I need to go back right now. And uh, we really weren't holding them back in any way. We, we kind of just wanted to give them as much information as we could and, you know, for them to make the decision that they felt comfortable with. I guess, Toby, you and I haven't spoken about this, but um, Josie, what I, what I found to be pretty hard at first over those, you know, first two weeks, two, you know, even two to three weeks was we were trying to limit the information that we were getting out to our guys. And by that, I mean, we weren't trying to keep them in the dark. It was just, I wasn't going to, you know, I told them early on that I wasn't going to give them information that was just speculation hmm. and uh, because everything was changing so quickly. So, um, you know, basically on a group text thread, I just said, okay, guys, as I get concrete information, I'm going to put it on here. But for our guys, um, I think that was very hard for them that uh, they were there was so much noise that was out there and through social media, you know, the NCAA was going a million different directions. I mean, they, you know, the the um, you know uh, granting relief, extra year of eligibility, you know, they throw that out there. You know, during a time where they you know we just had our season canceled, and then they throw out like the most general, vague eligibility relief. Thing. So none of us knew what that looked like. And um, I think for our players, maybe for a week, week or so there, they thought that, you know, we were like withholding information potentially from them. And, and finally, I think they, you know, they, they realized, OK, <laughs> coach is actually you know, trying to eliminate the outside noise. And, and again, for me, um, that's so different, you know, than what we do as coaches, because 
you know, we, we always want to have the answer to tell, you know, or at least try to have the answer to tell our guys and, and nobody had the answers, you know, with, with a lot of our guys questions. Right. And, and it, there's so much to unpack and there's so much information and there's so much speculation and there's just an overload of just about everything. And on top of that, the emotion of everything you work day in, day out for just ending so unceremoniously. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. Alara had not thought about for international students is, you know, I talked to somebody that had a class that they were expected to be zoomed in on that met at like one o'clock in the morning, you know, and so there's the logistics of all that, that, um, you know, and was, was just kind of, bizarre and uh and surreal and then the emotional impact too what has uh pandemicing what has the uh this time been like for y'all well you know for me is um it's been probably pretty good as as a dad you know from a family standpoint and you know my you know this is a time of year that uh you know my, my family isn't used to seeing me um and uh and, and we prepare for that, right? I mean, we, we prepare in the off season that we're just going to get to kind of blowing and going, you know, once, once our season gets here and leading into postseason, and basically through, you know, June 1st, um, you know, that, uh, that we're going to be on the road. And uh, so I guess from a personal standpoint, you know, uh, getting to spend you know more time with the fam, it's, yeah, I think it's been good. They may have a different answer for you <laughs> if you ask them, but, um, and, and then just, you know, getting through the day. I mean, I, I know Toby's it will speak to it as well, but, um, you know, with, with us, it, you know, the recruiting piece and, and not, not being able to get out on the road and having recruits come here. Um, it's just bizarre having so much downtime. I mean, you, it's, you forget how how long the days actually are. Yeah, um, you know we're human. <laughs> we have to be able to deal with the the situation that's been thrown at us. Um, it's a it's a situation nobody could foresee or predict. Uh, we can certainly not control it ourselves. So, you know, every, I think every person handles it in a, in a different way. Um, and I think I've personally been a pretty active guy, so I need to stay active. I need to stay stay healthy, and um, that's kind of how I've been handling it. Um, I happen to like to play golf, which is Chris's sport, so that's been an outlet for me. I've been out there a few times and, and hitting some golf balls and just kind of getting away from that. But it's also been really good for me to um, personally also, selfishly, to be able to keep in touch with the players as much as possible, um, to know that they're in good health, to know that the families are, are in good health. And that get, gives me a little bit more comfort as well because I feel a certain degree of responsibility for them as well, obviously, since I'm their coach. And not only their coach, but I feel like I'm, you know, I'm an educator and, and hopefully a mentor as well. So I can um, – keeping in touch with them has been really important. Um, and, you know, we just got the grade reports back. I feel like that's, you know, they handled school really well and they uh, they did really well in school this this semester, which also gives me some kind of an indication that they've been handling this, um, this as well as possible. You know, of course, there could be other things that are going on with them. But uh, to me, that's a that's a very positive sign. So 
um, yeah, that's kind of how I've been handling it. Do you want to uh, brag right now on your team's GPA? Um, sure. Uh, they, I think they set a record there. I've never heard of a GPA that high when I saw it, a 3.95 team GPA. But then obviously um, – a couple minutes later, the girls came out with their GPA, and I think they had a 4.0. So that was uh, um, – <laughs> it's tough to beat those, those numbers. But yeah, uh, fantastic uh, results. And, for sure. uh, and for yeah. two minutes, you thought it was the best. So uh, Exactly, you know, but it was the best that we'd ever done. And, right. you know, kudos to to our, our team over at FedEx and, and really for the guys for, you know, being able to channel their – their energy into something that they can control and finding a way to stay motivated and get through the, the season. So Toby, you mentioned um, something that I want to follow up on and, and I'm going to ask both of you, but uh, you talked about being connected and staying connected uh, in contact with your guys. And, you know, these are men that you mentor, you coach, you travel with and, and um, care about, you know? So but there's been so much push on social media from, you know, sports sites or, you know, different motivational speakers to use this time to get better and be productive and train hard because there's so much time. And, you know, I think in some ways, especially for people that are used to being really productive and, um, you know, have that desire to get better and train hard. Uh, it's kind of put a strain on people's mental health because there's always that oh, I should be doing this. And, you know, in a lot of cases, people are just trying to get through isolation, being without their teammates, without their routines, without supports and the facilities and the resources. So, you know, I'm wondering if, uh, Toby, you could weigh in on, um, on that idea. And, you know, because I haven't heard from your guys that, that they get that sense from you. All I can say about that is that, you know, I think the sooner the sooner you realize that um, the situation is out of your control. Um, I mean, you can say be productive and work hard and be better and, and, and use the time and all that stuff. But when you, when you come to terms with that, you know, Hey, this is not on me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to stay healthy. I'm trying to stay isolated and, and, and do the right things. And, and, and part of the prize you pay is that, Hey, maybe I'll, I won't be able to, to play the sport. Um, um, and that's why I also think it's so important that they had school, you know, because then they had another outlet where they could, you know, use the time and, and do as, as well as they could in school. And I think that was a real, he very healthy sign um, that they, that they finished that in the way they finished it. That, that tells me that they, they weren't listening too much to the outside noise. They, they did realize that, Hey, you know, I, I'm going to have to take it a little, you know, tennis is going to have to take a little backseat right now because of the situation. And it's really not my fault. You know, this is just the way it is. Um, and um, I think, you know, most of my guys are, are quite intrinsically motivated that they don't need to hear it from other people around, you know, hey, you need to go running or hey, you got to do this. I think that it's, it's kind of part of their lifestyle at this point. I think they've been playing uh, tennis and being active in sports for the majority of their life. And I, I think they realize how, how important sports is and not only to be successful, but just to be 
um, to help them mentally uh, as well. And I think that they, that's kind of been an outlet as, as well, maybe trying to go out and run, even though there were situations where they were basically not allowed to leave um, their house unless it was to go buy groceries or for the very essentials. Um, and I think that's where, you know, having conversations with them, having our, our weekly team Zoom meeting was, was really healthy. Uh, I wish we would, would have been able to do it more often. Um, and, but uh, I, I think that's, you know, um, keeping in touch with their teammates, even though it was through a phone call or a text or something like that. Um, and also knowing the fact that they are with their families and that their families are healthy and with their support, um, we had to kind of trust that they were in a good position. And I've obviously, I, I know the parents as well. And I do think that they are, are in a good, in a good place there. So, um, yeah, but it, it's, it's difficult, but I think that they handle it well. And, uh, I think they saw the possibilities, to do other things and not only to play tennis or to train, but they can also use the time for other things without anybody pushing them. Yeah. It sounds like you really trust that they're doing what they can and uh, you know, that, that that's what they got. That's what we all yeah. have, you know, what, what about for you, Chris? Yeah. And I agree, you know, with everything Toby said there um, it's, I think the quicker we all came to the realization that this was out of our control and you know a lot bigger than just tennis or a lot bigger than than golf that you know better off you know we all were um, we're pretty fortunate um, as golfers is in a sense in a lot of different senses that um, one it was one of the few things that didn't shut down um, you know throughout the country and um, you know, a lot of golf courses stayed open, right? And you know, like country Club here in town is never here because that was, that was the one outlet, you know, for people to get out and do. So um, our guys were able to, to get out and do that. And, and the other part with, with golf, um, we're used to long breaks away from each other. You know, every summer we're used to you know, leaving, you know, the NCAA tournament and, you know, usually, probably half our guys don't even come back with us uh, because they're leaving that tournament to go directly to a, to a summer amateur event. Um, and we don't see them again until you know, the week before school. And we don't start back up until the first, first week of school. So we're used to, to being separated and not having to really babysit our guys. Uh, you know, we, we always stay in touch over the phone. Um, that was one of the things that I really struggled with at first though, is, uh, as a coach, I mean, and you heard Toby talk about it, that, um, you know, the the popular thing to do were these Zoom meetings. And um, and I was open to that, and, and I thought it was probably a good idea. Uh, but, but I asked my team about it, and I asked my team captains of, hey, is this something you feel that we need to do? Because, I mean, I'll, I'll do it as, as much as we need to. Um, and they, and I agree with them, they, they thought it was probably almost more awkward if we were doing that. And if we just treated this like an extended summer break, then there was probably more of a, uh, a sense of normalcy, to, you know, for them. Um, and if we went ahead and started doing, you know, Zoom meetings, uh, there wasn't a whole lot that we were going to cover in our sport. Um, but again, I get it in other sports. 
it's totally different. Um, and, and maybe if I were in soccer or maybe tennis or in, and especially a, a football or a basketball, um, I, I would feel that it was a, a necessity to do it. Uh, but, but again, so I've probably taken it a little bit different approach than, than some others. And we just treated it like we normally treat every other summer, except it's, you know, a month and a half, month and a half longer. Um, so, and our guys have seemed to be good with it. Uh, as, as Toby alluded to, you know, they're home, you know, it's, if, if, if they were in a, a weird place and not with their parents, um, or if they were here and disconnected from their parents and then they couldn't really use our facilities. I mean, that, that's when I'd really worry about them. You know, it's cool to hear how much both of you guys, you know, trust your athletes to do what they can stay safe and, you know, say, Hey, we need this or, or we don't need that. And, and, you know, I think there's so many athletes right now that are nervous thinking that their coaches, what do my coaches expect of me? They expect that I've been, you know, training and getting better or, or working out all the time because I can, you know, everybody has room. They could do push-ups or like whatever. And, you know, they're worried that when they get back, they're not going to have improved um, as much as they would have if they had never left campus and the facilities. So, you know, Chris, I'll ask you first, what do you want athletes, not maybe not even just yours, but just athletes to know? Yeah, I mean, listen, none of this, as we've talked about, is is normal. Um, so, you know, our, if I'm just being realistic, um, you know, my guys are probably going to have some work to do once once they get uh, get back here. And, and and listen, some of them just aren't going to maybe, you know, work out as much as they should over the summer. And and, you know, some are. I mean, that's just I mean, again, I just touched on it. We we go through this every year. We don't have our guys throughout the summer. So uh, there's a lot of trust in it. And uh, and certainly whether it's a pandemic or whether it's you know, just a regular summer, you know, we're going to have some athletes show up um, ahead of where they were when they left here. And we're going to have some of them show up, uh, you know, behind where they were. And, and that's part of it. Um, and, and, uh, you know, we deal with it each year and listen, I, I don't, I don't understand how a coach um, could expect their student athletes to come back physically in a lot better spot than, than what they were when they left. If, you know, a lot of my guys, their gyms were, you know, most gyms were shut down for, you know, a month, month and a half, two months, whatever, whatever it ends up being. Um, so they're, they're not going to have access to, um, you know, what they normally would, you know, throughout the summer. Um, you know, some guys you know, it, it golf courses, for example, a lot of practice facilities are shut down. Uh, the golf course is open, but, you know, practice facilities are, are, you know, shut down. So, um, right now is is their golf game behind where you know where it was or where it w- would have you know been right now you know had we it um, you know played played uh, the season out well of course it's going to be behind um, so I just think um, there's there's going to have to be a lot of patience from you know coaches um, which I think there will be I, like I said I, I just I can't imagine a coach thinking that this was going to be good for our student athletes, you know, to, to not have access to everything that, you know, that, that they normally would. Um, but, but I think, 
you know, Toby would agree, you know, between golfers and, and, uh, and, and tennis players, um, they're, they're pretty good about training on their own. Our guys are, are pretty motivated, you know, on their own anyways. So, um, I, I think they'll be, I think they'll be just fine, but, but for my expectation level, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I really don't, I really don't know what my expectations are going to be, uh, you know, when, you know, once we, you know, get our guys back in the fall. Right. And, and like you said, there's bigger things than golf. Absolutely. And listen, I, the only thing, my expectation is that they're healthy and, and they can get back here. And listen, if, if somebody's a little bit out of shape, you know what, they can get back in shape. They can figure it out. These are, these are first world problems. Yeah. What, what about for you, Toby? What would you want athletes to know? Well, I think we're both Chris and I are pretty fortunate that we were working with a smaller group of guys, and I, I, I would hope that they know who we are as as people at this point, and who we are as coaches, and how we would deal with it. And I think that if they know that, then that should put them to ease, um, and, and and under that we have the understanding that hey, all these guys are on are in different positions. They may or may not um, be able to practice. Um, and, you know, you have to be reasonable. I mean, it's natural in this situation that you, you can't expect them to be at the same level as they were, as they were before. And we have to uh, handle each player individually um, given their circumstance and, and their situation. So you have to, and, and and also the way that they've reacted to this, you know, maybe some some players are, are high ambition guys that they feel like they need to do more and they need to push harder when they come back because they feel like they've made up time uh, or they want to make up time because they've lost time and they start pushing it too hard. And it's our job as coaches to to pick up those signals to see, you know, how is this person, how is this player reacting uh, in this situation and, and to have a conversation with them about this. And maybe in some instances you have to slow them down, um, when they come back In other instances, you know, maybe they are reacting in a different way where they, um, isolate themselves and they kind of go down a little bit. You have to be able to pick those signals up and you have to be able to pick them up. Um, but certainly, um, you have to gradually bring them back to pace and it's, it's, it's a, you have to be patient and um, you have to understand that in our sport, you know, you also have, uh, I guess in golf as well. I mean, it, it's a very, it, it's kind of a, a monotonous sport in some way. So there's going to be injuries. Some players have had, um, you know, maybe more prone to injuries. So you have to be cautious on the physical side as well as the mental side um, and to, to slowly, slowly bring them back, depending on, on their situation, their physical situation, their, um, their mental condition. Um, so you, you really have to look at each player individually and, and take it from there. Absolutely. One of the things that I've been encouraging athletes too, is that, Hey, you know, if, if you, um, come back mentally healthy, you can get your body there and your skills, you know, your skills aren't going, I mean, all these people are good at their sport or they would not be at this level. So, right. And the other thing that I wanted to add to that a little bit that I wanted to mention is that 
hey, uh, there's really no need to stress because this is a situation that's basically everybody is facing the same, same situation. And, and that, that should make them maybe realize that, hey, you know, I'm not, we're not the only team in the country that's been going through this. So we need to calm down and, and take it one step at a time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Toby, I think it's a really good, good point. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, that's, you know, that's what I fall back on, um, you know, for comfort as a coach is knowing that, you know, Ole Miss men's golf isn't the only one going through this, you know, Alabama and Georgia men's golf is you're going through the same things. And, and uh, I, I just have to trust that, which I do wholeheartedly that, that I got the right group of guys, you know, that is self-motivated. You know, this goes back to, you know, the recruiting and recruiting the right people, you know, here. You recruited them for a reason, you know, because not only were they talented, but, you know, they were they were self-motivated and, and uh, they, they were doing the right things. Um, and, and they're going to continue to do the right things. And if I guess my challenge would be to any of our student athletes is, is you know, you don't have to come back perfect. Just you know, take something during this time and this break and improve on in an area like you mentioned, you know, Josie is, is, you know, mental health. And, uh, you know, if you got, my guys could be a little bit better putter or anything at all, um, you know, where you're going to get a leg up on somebody else, then you're ahead of the game and, and, and you're going to be, you're going to be fine. Yeah. I think both of you guys as coaches have kind of seen, um, in your time, at least uh, here at Ole Miss, I hope, uh, that uh, mental health is so important to performance and experience and life. And, um, you know, just going through something like this, I think, uh, can inform us and educate us about our own mental health and ways to keep that intact and, and healthy. So being able to come through this and be stronger for it, I think mm-hmm. you bring a lot more to the game. Yeah, and it, here's here's something that I think that you're going to see from the majority of, of student athletes, at least you should, is I, I think you're going to start to see um, a little more appreciation of you know how you know enjoyable college sports is. I think they're going to um, come back not taking for granted you know playing tennis at Ole Miss and in the Southeastern Conference and you know Division One tennis. Um, it's it's really um, you know, something that I think a lot of us just kind of go through, especially when we're student athletes and, and we're their age, we take for granted. Um, I, I think you're, you're going to start to see a little bit, probably more appreciation for it when, when they get back from this deal and we can actually get out on the you know, golf course and on the courts and, and play. Yeah. When you can miss something and come back, you kind of gain a passion that really elevates your game, I think. Well, right now, you know, my guys have no idea when, I'm sure Toby's the same way, they have no idea when their next golf tournament's going to be. So they're sitting back and and waiting. And probably if, if you talk about where the most stress from our guys is, is, you know, now they have school behind them. So at least they had school to, you know, get them through the, through the day when all of this, you know, first started going on. Um, when, you know, now they don't have school. <laughs> so now they got a, a lot more time on their hands and, and they're seeing some of these tournaments canceled. And, and they're really starting to stress out, um, you know, so if anything, you know, that's probably the biggest conversation I've had with my guys is, hey, listen, don't be afraid to take a day off, right? I mean, I get it. You're used to going to the golf course and spending the whole day. But you know what? If you're around the beach, you want to go to the beach, 
go to the beach. Want to go hiking? Go hiking. Want to go play tennis? Go, go do something else. And, you know, because you can't control that there are no tournaments. You know, you can't control that, you know, your, your next tournament was supposed to be in a week, but now it's not going to be until July 10th, you know, let's say. Um, you, you can't control any of that, so you might as well take advantage of it. And say, so, you know what? I've never had a summer, um, you know, where, you know, like I said, you're normally they're going from, from our postseason event to, you know, straight to an amateur tournament or at least going back and maybe having a week and then going to a tournament. Um, and they'll probably never have that again, at least while they're in college. So it's kind of cool, right? Take advantage of it and, and take a day off, take, you know, two days off because you don't normally get to do that. Yeah. Or pick up a hobby. Right. Yeah, I can guess comment on that. Um, the mental health and 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 the well-being of the student athletes in this case is, is um, it's so important to get through a time like this. Uh, I think our guys will not only miss, like Chris was alluding to, miss you know playing the game of golf, playing the game of tennis, but I think that they they will realize how important you know, it is to have good teammates, you know, and how much we depend on each other, um, you know, for support, uh, for encouragement. Um, and I think those are in these times where you have to stay isolated are, you know, are going to be a a focus. And so, um, I think there's, there's, um, opportunities that come out of this and, and there are things that you will see clear, um, because of a situation like this. Um, and, and like I said, it, it's going to affect every person differently, but this is certainly a, 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 an extreme situation, um, that, you know, will push people to, to a point, um, where they maybe have not been before. And I think that, you know, if they have an, a foundation, um, that is a strong foundation, um, that they've hopefully, you know, developed early, early on in their lives, they will, they will get through this and, and, uh, they will be able to channel, channel things in the right direction. Um, and if not, that's when it gets a little dicey if they, if they, if they don't have that foundation, but, you know, having a strong social network, you know, um, certainly, you know, the education that they get and that they've had through their lives will also give them some kind of a stability. Their family will give them some stability. Um, knowing that, you know, you know, they are on a team uh, and we're, we're here for each and every player on our, our team that, that gives them a little bit of comfort as well. And, uh, but I think, you know, student athletes, uh, certainly, um, you know, in Chris's, case with his recruits and his players and our players that that have experienced uh, a lot of success in their young careers already they've they've you know i think that they are you know maybe more prepared in some ways for a situation like this um having having had a lot of positive uh feelings a lot of positive um experiences in their life so far and so, and you know, on top of that, having the education will will give them some kind of a, um, a stable a stability to lean back on. Everybody, I think, out there has what it takes to come back and uh, be strong and 
take care of what you need to and during the day, you know, take care of what you need to now and what you need in the future will come, you know. Guys, this has been so helpful. I am very appreciative of your time and your insight coming on. Uh, and it's been fun to talk with you. Thanks. I enjoyed it. Thanks for having us, Josie. Absolutely. Well, this uh, huge thank you to Chris Malloy, head coach of Ole Miss Men's Golf, and Toby Hansen, head coach of Ole Miss Men's Tennis. Thanks. Take care, guys. Howdy, Toddy. Thank you also to our producer, Graham Doty. If you're struggling at this time, please reach out to a mental health professional in your area. And don't forget that we want to hear from you about topics that you want to hear discussed. So please reach out to us and let us know what's going on for you and any ideas you have about what would be great to hear about on the podcast. Please don't forget to share this podcast with those you think might be helped by it. Subscribe to it, rate it, and review it because it helps other athletes find the podcast. If you would like to know more about Holinsky's Hope, including how to donate to help with all that they're doing to support student-athlete mental health and reduce the stigma that surrounds mental illness, please visit www.holinskyshope.org. Take care of yourself, take care of others, and always have hope. (laughs) 